Yes, sir. Good morning, Tim. Thank you for uh, having me on. I was just scanning your website. Uh, let me get it in front of me here again. Uh, Ross Harvin. That's uh, H-A-R-V-I-N. RossHarvin.com. Christian father, husband and Marine, businessman, proud American. You, you talk about the things you want to see changed here in Georgia and nationally. Uh, the radical left and their allies working to destroy the very foundation of our country. Out of control cancel culture, critical race theory, COVID lockdowns. On and on it goes. Those are things you say that the folks over on the left are doing. Uh, you're trying to replace a Republican, though, a conservative Republican in the person, uh, Frank Ginn. What's the case for firing him and hiring you? Oh, that's a great question, sir. Uh, well, what the question is, what are they doing on the, on the right, the conservative side? Uh, this year looks like, since it's a very hot election season, there's a lot of issues that matter personal issues, I guess you could call them, that matter to the voters more so than corporations that are being taken up. And maybe that's for a political win uh, to launch them into the primary after this legislative session is over. But these things could have already been done. And Republicans always seem to be, you know, one step behind when it comes to these, these issues that are more on a personal level with the voters. Uh, talk about some of those issues. Which ones are, are you concerned about, at, as you say, on a personal level? Well, I have four children. Uh, they go to school in Jackson County. Uh, critical race theory, selective emotional learning. These things are a very big issue. Education completely is a big issue. And the school systems, they bring in a lot of money. They've got a lot of overhead. And then they have these programs that come in. They seem very nice on the top, but if you scratch the surface, you can find these these underlying uh, ideologies. Ross Harvin with his candidate for state Senate running in Georgia 47, the seat that is now held by Madison County State Senator Frank Ginn, the primary in May. The bullet points, and I'm looking at your website here again, RossHarvin.com. Yes, Pass constitutional carry, and the governor says he wants to help that one along. Defend the unborn. Uh, the governor and the legislature more recently passing what is one of the more restrictive anti-abortion laws in the country. You talked about banning critical race theory, which for the moment is not taught that we know of any place in Georgia. Eliminate the income tax. There's some movement on that, or at least to reduce the income tax. Safe Safeguard our elections and pass right-to-farm legislation. Let's talk about safeguarding the elections here. The much-discussed Georgia Senate Bill 202 is again advanced by Governor Kemp, passed by the legislature. What's to be done beyond that already controversial piece of legislation? Well, the SB 202 did do a lot of good things, and it did go far. The problem I have with SB 202 is that it codified drop boxes. It made them legal. Drop boxes before were not part of law. They were part of the consent decree. The drop boxes are now codified. I know that there's some movement right now in the General Assembly to change that, but I do see an issue. And the reason I see an issue with drop boxes is not because I don't want people to be able to vote. I see an issue with chain of custody. Yeah, you, you mentioned an effort in the legislature, Ross Harvin, uh, candidate for state senate. Uh, candidate for lieutenant governor is in the Georgia Senate now. That'd be Butch Miller. Uh, he wants to eliminate them altogether. Would you sign on to that? Is that your idea as well, eliminate them? Yes, sir, I would. Uh, you would hear, as soon as you start talking about that, you'll hear people say, okay, there they go again, looking to suppress the vote. Is that, in your estimation, a voter suppression measure? 
I don't believe so. I've never voted by a Dropbox before in my life, uh, and it, it's something new. Uh, you know, I've been around the world. Elections are a very challenging thing, especially in developing countries. And somehow in the greatest country on earth, we are seeming, we're finding ways to create issues with our voting process. Talk about that for a moment. Uh, the, the time in the Marine Corps, you, you, I've been around the world, you say, and, and, and seen some of the some of the rougher places of the world, I'm sure. Talk about uh, your experience in the Marines and what you would bring to bear as a member of the legislature were you to win this election. Yes, sir. I, so I served over 17 years in the United States Marine Corps Reserve as an infantryman. I've attained the rank of gunnery sergeant. I'm a veteran of the war in Afghanistan. And you know, you go a lot of places that are good, and a lot of places that are bad. Uh, you see a lot of poor people. And the, and the beauty of being able to go around the world to these other countries is to know that you do live in the greatest country in the world. It really puts it into perspective. What were you, and I know this doesn't have anything to do with anything you would address as a state senator. This is, as you folks would say, above your pay grade. On the other hand, you, you got some investment there, a vested interest. What what were you thinking as you watched, we all watched, the events of a few months ago, the, the, the pullout of our troops from Afghanistan? What were, you thoughts, what were your thoughts as you watched that unfold? Tim, that's a great question. I watched that. And I saw images of a patrol base that I lived in with Taliban controlling it. What I saw there was, it was the slap in the face realization that we've been wasting a lot of national treasure with blood and money fighting these battles abroad that don't need to be fought when we have a lot more issues to face here at home, whether it be inflation or the, the social issues I've been talking about, the pandemic, all these things, we need to focus more on home. And that means the fight isn't just at the national level where D.C. politics are a reality show, but at the local level and the state level. Again, running for a seat in the Georgia State Senate is Ross Harvin. He's going to be on the primary ballot in May. We'll challenge the incumbent, Frank Ginn. I'm noting, you mentioned this earlier, in addition to being a, a Marine, and, and your, your businessman, surveyor, and some mortgage lending. Uh, father of four, you and your wife, kids ranging in age from four to 15. Looks like, what, uh, three girls and one boy. What's the buy-in from the family on this? You're about to invest. You have already, I'm sure, a pretty good commitment of your time and, and treasure here. What's the buy-in from the family about this run for the Senate and this entry into politics? Oh, the buy-in is, uh, obviously... You can wake up every morning and ask yourself, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? <laughs> uh, luckily for me, I look them in the eye and I know why I'm doing it. Uh, I try to teach my children that being a part of the community and helping people and caring and service is very important. Uh, but it obviously takes some hits when you're trying to do this. It takes a lot of time going around meeting and talking with people. And you miss a baseball game or a basketball game. But... I think I'm hoping that I've instilled a good value of service in my children and that they understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. And what he's doing is running for state senate, as we say, Ross Harvin. The website is rossharvin.com, R-O-S-S-H-A-R-V-I-N, rossharvin.com, the website. Ross Harvin, we'll talk again soon. Appreciate your time this morning. Best of luck on the campaign trail. Yes, sir. Thank you, Tim.